Well, good evening. We are the writers. My name is Joey, and this is my wife, Christian. Uh, we've been married for almost uh, seven years now, and we have one uh, little son. His name is Eli, and he's 18 months old. Uh, before we get started, uh, let me just say a little word of prayer for us. So we'd bow our heads, please. Dear Lord, we just uh, thank you for this time together and uh, for the time to build and strengthen our relationships and our marriages. Um, thank you that it's your power and not our own uh, to affect change in our lives. Um, and just most of all, let us glorify you. And uh, thank you for your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, I'll get started um, by telling you guys a little bit of background about myself. I grew up just north of here in Denton. My parents divorced when I was two, but lived near each other, so I was able to spend time with both my mom and my dad as I grew up. While growing up under the leadership of my single mom, I learned how to be extremely independent. Doing things well and not relying on others was highly valued. Um, Additionally, I learned how to be emotionally closed off, um, as well as how to avoid conflict, um, all of which have plagued our relationship over the years. We didn't talk about feelings in my house as we grew up. They were just understood. Um, The words, I love you, were rarely expressed, but I knew that I was loved. Um, Any conflicts we had were resolved by just leaving the situation and never mentioning it again. We didn't attend church as a family, but by the grace of God, and I really mean that, by the grace of God, I became very involved in church throughout high school. Um, It was there where I developed a very strong foundation to my faith. Um, I I grew up in church also, but I never really understood God's love for me. I was um, very performance-driven as a a kid, and I always did what others expected. Um, This led to to people-pleasing mainly, um, control issues, and lust, among other coping mechanisms uh, that I developed. Um, This continued all the way through college, uh, where lust became an even bigger issue. Um, This is just a little bit of how we met. Uh, Christian and I met while we were in college, um, kind of a mutual friend who liked to play matchmaker. Um, Our relationship didn't really formulate... um, until we were both in the mutual friend's wedding. Um, While sitting next to her at the rehearsal dinner, in one of my more romantic gestures, I commented on the large amount of food that she had just eaten. (laughs) Um, So needless to say, it was love at first sight. Um, And then while we were still in college at Texas A&M, get a few every time, (laughs) uh, Christian and I, or I was at A&M, Christian was working in Richardson, uh, we started dating. During this time, I was spiraling downward in a vicious cycle of lust and shame. Uh, I was very isolated on this topic with others, which made things much worse. Um, I had a poor relationship with Christ and was using lust and alcohol to numb the hopelessness that I felt. All of this led uh, to cheating on Christian during a summer internship. Uh, after telling her what had happened, uh, we were both heartbroken. Uh, but I knew that I loved her, and I didn't want to give up on the relationship And somehow, by God's grace, she didn't give up either. So while all this was happening, I was completely clueless. I was enjoying my corporate life during the week and playing girlfriend on the weekend, quite frankly, enjoying two more football seasons. Um, Even though I hadn't found a church home in Dallas, I was deeply connected to a group of godly women I had met in college. However, we were were all blissfully unaware of how selfish and controlling we were. Um, I was very much in control of my life, or so I thought, I was able to do what I wanted, when I wanted, how I wanted, and I thought things were good. Um, Conversations with Joey remained very surface level, 
Um, Joey actually asked me to do a Bible study when we first started dating, and I refused. Um, I thought one-on-one prayer and Bible study should be reserved for serious couples, and that was not us. Um, um, I was not ready to open myself up to the deep connection that could happen as a result. Um, Nothing like shooting down your future husband's first attempt to lead spiritually to set the tone for the whole relationship. Um, As our relationship progressed toward marriage, I still remained very much in control. After Joey told me what happened during the summer internship, I experienced a pain I had never felt before. Even though I felt like I was able to forgive Joey, I struggled to trust him and still felt pain when something reminded me of what had happened. Once we were married, I had a hard time sharing this feeling with the girls in my community because I interpreted the response to mean that I hadn't truly forgiven him. I would leave conversations feeling guilty for agreeing to enter into marriage with someone that I couldn't truly forgive. I didn't talk to Joey about my feelings because I knew it would make him feel guilty all over again, and I didn't know how to express my emotions in a healthy way. I would stuff my feelings to the side as long as I could and then withdraw as the feelings grew stronger until finally I'd just explode on Joey out of nowhere. As time has passed, I've been able to experience freedom in this area. I've realized that rather than forgetting what has happened, forgiveness is remembering your commitment to forgive even when the feelings of hurt return. As time has passed, the pain has decreased and trust comes more easily. Before getting married, I'd been to numerous counseling sessions, and we even attended premarital counseling. Uh, But there were many issues under the surface that hadn't been addressed. Um, I was a poor leader, um, still lustful, selfish, and withdrew from most difficult situations. Uh, It wasn't until going to celebrate recovery, uh, now called regeneration, that I didn't truly begin, or that I truly began to turn a corner. I began to share the deep, dark past that I thought nobody could ever hear about without being revolted. I began to experience God's grace through the men in CR. So I thought the early days of our marriage were fun. We enjoyed spending time together, but really lacked oneness. Sharing my feelings was extremely uncomfortable, even to my husband. When it came to conflict, I was either a peace faker or a peace breaker, depending on the situation. I tended toward a cycle of withdrawing and isolating until seemingly out of nowhere, I exploded. The further we traveled down the road of marriage, the more I wanted Joey to be a strong leader for our family, but I had absolutely no idea how to express that to him, much less how to be a helpmate to him. Um, The turning point for me was in December of 2011 when we experienced a miscarriage. When I told Joey what had happened, he immediately asked if we could pray. It was the only time I could remember praying together since we got married. It was awkward and humbling. It was then that I realized that I had to put aside my selfishness or we would forever be coexisting in a marriage, not really being fully known by one another. I knew we weren't experiencing marriage the way God designed it, but I didn't know what to do about it. So during re-engage, we learned much more about each other uh, through talking with other couples. Uh, Since I tend to withdraw, it was good for me to hear that others struggled with the very same relationship issues that we did. Uh, We started to communicate more effectively, uh, and following Jesus' was a very humbling experience because there was a lot of things that I did not want to do. Um, Areas where I didn't really want to change, he was working. Uh, By God's power, things uh, like resolving conflict and pursuing Christian were put ahead of my selfish desires. Um, It's a process, as Philippians 3, 13, and 14 say. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward in what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward calling of God in Christ Jesus. God was and still is working in my heart also, showing me ways to be a helpmate to Joey and breaking me of the need to control everything. 
Communicating my feelings still doesn't come naturally, but I know that in my weakness, God has the power to display his power. Just saying the words, how can I pray for you this week, has been huge in our marriage. It opens the door for us to be fully known by each other. Joey also initiated having a time set aside each week um, to, to talk about how, how we're doing kind of a check-in point each week. Um, we are by no means communication experts, um, and I don't easily fall under Joey's leadership, but we are making the choice to move in the right direction day by day. We're surrounded by community that spurs us on toward oneness. Um, a verse that I'm reminded, reminded of is 1 Peter 5.8 that says, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Um, there's so much in this very short verse. The devil is my enemy, not Joey, and he is looking for someone to devour. I want to be careful not to become lazy or think that because things are going well, I can let my guard down. And scripture tells us to always be on alert, to continue leading ourselves well and working toward oneness in our marriage, to be surrounded by community that can also be on the lookout where Satan can gain a foothold. And also realizing that I was not keeping the peace by ignoring things uh, was huge. Leader, leadership for me can't be passive. Um, I have to take a chance, um, stick my neck out there. Uh, most of all, God has shown me how selfish and lazy I am. Uh, seeing this has put things into perspective in terms of how things are prioritized to run well and not just aimlessly, um, which is what I was accustomed to, as 1 Corinthians nine twenty four through 27 says. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath but we an unperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Uh, So in a relationship that started off with a cheating spouse, isolation, and poor relational habits, God created something better. There is hope, no matter the situation. God can change hearts and minds. When you have troubles, don't try to hide it. Talk to your community, do it quickly, and be honest with yourself. Don't let Satan fool you into thinking that you're the only ones who have those problems. Uh, Don't let laziness and comfort-seeking control how you lead. And I learned it's it's about small steps. Um, It's easy to get ahead of yourself and think big picture, Um, but that can be overwhelming at times. It's just taking that very next thing that God calls you to do. So take that step, and it won't be as bad as you think. One thing that I've been challenged by this week is to celebrate the successes that we have achieved achieved in our relationship. I'm too often guilty of dwelling, even now, on how much we stink at communicating or focusing on the ideal relationship that we aren't achieving instead of recognizing the progress we have made since entering entering into this thing called marriage. Um, So that that was kind of my challenge for the week that I've been, been thinking about. That's all we have for you. Thanks for your time tonight, guys. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, so Joey will be in the back um, dishing out more great pickup lines uh, after this. <laughs> Did you just eat all that? Is that what you said? What did, oh, man. That's a wonder. That is God's grace that you guys got married. Um <laughs> Uh, God, there's about 20 things you guys said that were fantastic. We, this is not, we don't talk a lot about kind of leadership and roles here a lot, but, uh, just, just a couple thoughts on that. I love the way, uh, Joey, you just talked about just taking the next step 
and so this this idea will get thrown around a lot. Hey, guys, you're supposed to lead. You're supposed to take the reins, you know, and all that, which which is all true. Um, but I think sometimes we frame that up in some some ways that probably are going to make us destined to fail. And I love that you just said, hey, just take the next step. And maybe maybe another way to say is maybe leadership, guys, is just initiating. It doesn't mean that you have to have all the answers. It doesn't mean that you've got to see this thing all the way through and know, know everything. Uh, it just means that you just say, hey, that's, that's an issue. We should probably address it. Not even sure how, but I just want to make sure that we move towards that. Or uh, spiritually, let's just, let's just, you know, broach the conversation. I don't, you know what? I don't have, you know, a, a seminary degree. I don't know what half this stuff means, but let's just talk about that kind of stuff. That is leadership, okay? Uh, and then, gals, a way to help your husband is to not beat the dirt out of him when he, uh, when he initiates uh, for the first time. And a lot of guys will just kind of begin to shut down and just go, you know what? It hurts either way. It, it hurts to initiate, uh, you know, because I get whacked, and it hurts, uh, it hurts to be passive and deal with the guilt of that. And some guys will just choose just to go, I'll just deal with the, uh, the pain of the guilt rather than the pain of her always being on my case, okay? Not always the case, but it's something to think about. Sometimes we, set, we get set in these patterns where we want our spouse to do something, and when they begin to move towards us rather than celebrating that, we just point out how they didn't do it perfectly. And, uh, and so I just love it. Just, hey, let's just... You know, there's evidences of God's grace. We talked about that. The Corinthian church was so messed up. And, uh, and yet Paul, when he talked about him, he said, man, I just see God's grace. There, there's evidences of God's grace. And uh, we're all pretty messed up, and yet God's still working in it. So point, point that out. Celebrate that, which I thought was a great, great close.